0: Warning, the following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet... Take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. Titled EPS 3.0 underscore power dash saver dash mode dot H. Oh, starting off the season with a (laughs) semi-readable episode title. That one was actually pretty okay. Good for us. Starting off strong in more ways than one. So, like I said, we're starting a new season. Resetting the clock episode count wise. Uh, Going into the third quarter of Mr. Robot, as it were, season, Trace, and oh my god, (laughs) this season kicks off in such a perfect way. This is an incredible premiere. Everything about this episode is just so, so freaking magnificent. Right from the opening sequence, where we get introduced to Irving, played by Bobby Cannavale. I love Irving so much. Irving's great. He's just, like, he's a fixer for, like, the biggest (laughs) criminal organization in the world, pretty much. Like, the main antagonist of this series, The Dark Army, he's their fixer. And he just has such a, I don't give a shit, attitude. Like, he's just walking around, just, just so calm and cool and collected. He goes in, like, one minute he's talking about how he should get a milkshake for free, because he has his punch card full, but like, no, it has to be on the next visit. Why? Like, it, it, it's not the money, it's the principal. Like, one minute he's going on a rant about that, the next he's like, Hey, Uh well, well, screaming won't help. Is he dead? Uh, well, calm down. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> and then just leaves the frickin' barbecue place. And then just goes over to the site of that season two finale uh, where Tyrell just shot Elliot. And he sort of handles that situation, transfers him over to Angela. More on that in a second. But it's just like, he just walks around and he, he is very resourceful, very good at what he does, and he can be very crass and brutal at times because of that, but he's just so, like, he just doesn't care. (laughs) He just doesn't care about anything that's happening around him. He's just like, eh, whatever. (laughs) Like, he's just so calm about everything. He's great. He's such a fun character to watch. I love this dude. He is amazing. And Bobby Cannavale, uh, he plays that dude so perfectly. He's he's so, so good in this. I love him every second he's on screen. But that opening sequence is fantastic. And then, of course, you have Elliot waking up in Angela's apartment. Right in the middle of the blackout. So you know those brownouts that were happening throughout basically the entirety of season two? Yeah, it's gone to straight-up blackout territory. So Elliot wakes up in the middle of this brow uh, of this blackout in Angela's house, and Angela feeds him this BS story about how oh the the guys you work for they just dropped you off and they they said if you call the cops or if you call nine one one they'll kill me. Uh, this is like. Well, uh, I, I don't I don't know what's happening. I'm just a victim of circumstance. I'm totally I totally haven't drunk the Dark Army Kool-Aid. Clearly. Bullshit. Uh but Elliot immediately leaves cause he like has to go back to his apartment, cause stage two's still happening. Stage two is still on, and he needs to stop it. Otherwise an entire building will just Blow up. So he just goes out. He leaves Angel's apartment immediately with a freaking Josh Groban (laughs) t-shirt. Goes back home, immediately finds Darlene in his apartment. Darlene's freaking out because Cisco's dead and the FBI is on to us and all that.
1: Interestingly enough, throughout all of this, there's very clearly FBI following them. And Darlene doesn't really react to it that much. Darlene doesn't call attention to the fact that the FBI knows literally everything about F-society. I'm not saying... What I'm implying. I'm not saying. We've gone there. But it's looking a hell of a lot like we've gone there. Just based on the context clues of this episode. I'll come back to that. In future discussions.
0: Anyway. So. So. Elliot tries to get on from his own computer. He can't. Uh, Internet's gone. So Darlene takes Elliot to this one hackerspace where they're still online, and it's it's a phenomenal sequence. They're in the middle of this like huge CTF tournament. And so Elliot, like, literally, after muting the room, literally, which is such a clever moment. I love that scene so much. After literally muting the room, he just gets on and is like, eh, get out of the way, I'll do this. And just wins <laughs> CGF for this hacker group, simply so he can get online and shut out the back door that the Dark Army planted. In E-Corp's recovery program. While this is happening, Darlene very clearly sees Dark Army just... Eyeballing him. Uh, She has a bit of a panic attack. Calls someone for help. We don't know who, but...
1: Remember, there was that whole... FBI thing again again not saying that's what's happening but it could be what's happening we don't know at this point
0: anyway so Darlene's freaking out as soon as Elliot shuts down the back door they both get captured Irving comes up in the taxi and is like hey that FBI van's been following you the entire time get in so they're like on this epic chase away from the FBI car. And like Irving very calmly guides <laughs> guides Darlene and Elliot through a hack of this FBI car, like trying to get the VIN number so they can call in, like, eh. Hey, uh- I I got a stolen car, I'm a detective, I need you to initiate a slowdown, here's the VIN number, so they could just get away from the cops, get away from the FBI, they do this, this is successful, and the fact that Irving was just so calm throughout this entire thing, it's why I love that character so freaking much, Uh, and then they're just sitting at the barbecue, and Irving and Elliot are talking, and Elliot's like, I'm calling this operation off, I'm calling off stage two. Uh, we need to stop. And Irving's like, "Well, okay. I mean, a plan's only is a plan lives or dies by its creator. So I guess we're done. It's dead. If you want it dead, it's dead." And Elliot demands confirmation from White Rose. And Irving's just like, "Eh, not gonna give you that." So then Irving leaves. Darlene leaves after him. Very pissed at Elliot. Like, Darlene has confided a lot in Elliot this episode. And Elliot's been like a real piece of crap. Especially on regards to stage two. So, Darlene and Elliot are not on the best of terms at the moment. And then we get this amazing, incredible sequence where Elliot just goes on this rant about how... I mean, yes... We stopped stage two, for now, but, there's still the whole matter of 5-9, and how his revolution just made everything worse, like, I didn't wipe out the invisible hand, I just turned it into a fist, like, it's so fantastic, and he just rips into, like, the entire system, and how it's benefited from... Five Nine, how it's benefited from his attempts to take it down. And he's like, What will happen next? And like, he's very clearly talking about stuff that will happen. Because remember, this entire show takes place during the year 2015. But by the time season 3 was airing, it was already 2017. So we knew that Trump was a thing. We knew the whole MAGA stuff, build a wall, blah, 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 blah. Uh, We knew certain things that were happening. And basically, Elliot just goes on this, like, predict the future rant where it's very clearly the writers railing against the state of things and how, like, all morality is gone. (laughs) Uh, But it's amazing. Like, it's just Elliot going full Elliot and ranting and raving against the system and how he screwed it up even more than it already was. And how it's all his fault. He sucks. It. I. That sequence is so good. Uh, he then returns to Angela's. And is like, I need you to get me a job at E Corp. I have to fix this 5'9 thing. And the best way I can do that is from the inside. Also, I need you to tell me if I ever become him. Because if anyone can tell, it's you. And Angela's like, okay. Uh, they kiss once again, and Angela just flat out tells him, yeah, that time we kissed on the subway, that was a mistake. Immediately, this hurts Elliot's feelings. <laughs> Uh, and Angela asks Elliot to crash on her couch, which he does. And then we get to this amazing final sequence where Elliot wakes up, but well, it's not Elliot. It is Mr. Freaking Robot. who Angela is immediately able to identify, and the two of them begin conspiring against Elliot. Talking about how they're going to reopen the back door. Talking about how Angela was able to have Elliot convinced that stage two was off. It's been taken care of. And they go to a dark army meet, and Angela, like, literally comes prepared, like, just in case Elliot wakes up, just in case Elliot comes back, we can, like, just take him out quickly. Mr. Robot asks how Angela can tell, and Angela's just like, it's your eyes, you're not trying to look away. Mr. Robot doesn't have the shifty eyes that Elliot has. Uh, but Elliot and Mr. Robot, they go meet Irving, who's like, um, hey, so, what's going on? This dude's full-on wackadoo. When we were talking earlier, he was acting as if we never met. And just like, oh, like, he was having trouble getting his bearings, but he's fine now. He's fine. they go in, they see Tyrell... Mr. Robot just gives him a hard time for the whole shooting him thing. Like, uh oh, man, it takes a really terrible shot to miss all the vital organs. Wow, you suck. <laughs> and then he gets to work on undoing Elliot's... just undoing of what he did. <laughs> undoing Elliot's undoing. And then Angela and Mr. Robot are on the bus going home. And Mr. Robot's like, Hey, so, what's in this for you? And Angela, after a lot of resistance, is just like, I wanted justice for my mom, but I never thought it was possible until I met White Rose, and she opened my eyes. When we're finished, a new world will be born. And then the power comes back on. And that's the end of the episode. So, um, yeah. Elliot's crazy. Tyrell's crazy. Angela's also quite possibly crazy. Everyone's crazy. Everyone's just super nuts. Except Irving. Irving is the anchor of sanity. (laughs) For Mr. Robot. Irving is the only sane character. (laughs) Uh, I joke, but I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> I really don't. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. Starting a brand new season off perfectly. Uh, if you like this, favorite podcast, FM slash TV Archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well as the simplest just to push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 2. Talk to you then.